The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, November 25th already. Did we miss Thanksgiving? I No, Travis is having it at his house tonight. We're good. We're good. We have got a great show for you today. Everything is going to be happening on it today. We're going to take you to salt. We're going to take you to fresh. We're going to take you to warm water. We got Alan Fong live in the studio this morning. He's going to be talking about a fantastic striper trip or two that he's had lately. Travis Morgan's live in the studio with us from Guns Fishing and other stuff. And, of course, my partner Kent Brown's in here with us. And we are going to power through a great show for you. Things are really popping. Weather's changing. Things are going well. Duck hunters ought to be happy with this cold right now. The winds that we've been having. But, boy, it's still going to be clear for the next couple of weeks with some clouds rolling in a couple of times. They've got to get more weather down here. It's cold. They'll be moving from the north, but they got to be up and moving for you to get into them. We'll talk more on that with Travis later on. We're taking you to Lake Shasta. We're taking you out sturgeon fishing. We're going to Pyramid Lake with Corey Keller from Hendricks Bait and Tackle. John Kirk from the International Sportsman's Expo tells us more about what's coming to town in January. Troy Maggie, more on the Big Fisherman's Warehouse opening of the new store in Rockland. He'll tell you all about the details and when the grand opening is going to be. They're already open now for a soft opening. Get on in and check it all out right there in Rockland. We'll tell you more later. Nate Kelsch got Blake Berryessa's getting wired. It's ready to bust loose. He's catching every species now. That means fish are up near the surface. That means the lake is turning over. And after two days of 30-mile-an-hour winds blowing from the north, I guarantee you Lake Berryessa is on the turn if it hadn't been turning already. It'll be over. It'll be happening right on top pretty darn quick. And, of course, Dave Hurley joins us, the editor of Western Outdoor News. Let's waste no time. Let's go to Berkeley. Let's go to the... One of the top captains in the West, Captain James Smith, aboard the California Dawn 1 and 2. He's out today. God knows what he's up to. Let's check in and find out. Good morning, James. Hey, good morning, Seth. What's the plan today? Well, go out, pull pull some hoops and get some rockfish. It's still lights out fishing out here. And the crab, holy cow, we are getting some big, big crab this year. Noticeable. Very noticeable. I've seen a couple of them people are holding. They're bigger than their heads. There's some monsters that come up in those in those uh, hoops. There's no question about that. James, it seems to be pretty simple with it all right now. I watched your videos coming in. There's, it's Everybody's grinning ear to ear when those crab pots come up. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's hard not to, to be excited. You guys are walking off the boat with, you know, 20, sometimes 20-plus pound bags of Dungeness crab. It just... It's mind-blowing how big the crab are, and, you know, they're not in tanks. They're not in the freezer. They are coming straight out of the ocean, and we've made a lot of smiles so far this year. Limits every single day of both rockfish and crab. So it's nice when you go target something and and it's, you know, pull up, get them, and, and head home. It's been like that all season so far. James, what's it been like on the outside going out over 300 feet heading out? Have the conditions been sufficient to get out there? Has the wind been blowing too much? We've had strong winds coming down the valley from the north. 
Yeah, you know, uh, yesterday we had no wind, but we had a big sea condition, and uh, we had to take our time out, obviously, to get out there. Same thing, we went out Thanksgiving morning to go crabbing, and uh, we had a lot of Mother Nature. So, you know, it's just like that this time of year. You're going to get those those days, although we do have some nice nice uh, areas of weather coming up. Looks like next week, but... Uh, it's uh, it's Mother Nature at its finest always, you know. It just never seems to, never seems to light up this time of year. But we're still getting out and making the day. How far are you having to run to start laying your pots down? Uh, well, I mean, you can pretty much lay them down anywhere. Uh, I prefer to go a little bit deeper. Seems like the bigger crab is just been on the outside. So I've been going out like 12, 13 miles, maybe uh, 15 or a little closer to the crab grounds. Some days closer to 20 miles out and getting them good. Well, getting them good is what everybody likes this time of year. They're all loading up for the holidays on these things. Everybody loves to have it around. James, uh, this this action is going to stay pretty steady, especially with the delays in the, in the uh, commercial season. Yeah, I mean, the guys are looking at right now not opening up to the earliest December 15th for the commercial sector, and they may only go out at 50% gear. And then uh, it could be delayed as far as uh, uh, January 1st. So there's a distinct possibility. And everything has to tie with with whales. There's there's no problem with meat content. These crabs are big, they're full, and they're plentiful. So that's not an issue. But the whale concerns, because the migration has stalled, is going to cause a delay with the crowd season. But I'll let you guys know as it happens, you know, but uh, right now they are shut down, and the only way to get fresh crab is buy a hoop. Well, the hoops are cheap compared to the price of crab in the stores, that's for sure. James, this action is going to stay steady. It's going to be solid for people because of the population of crab out there. Is the floor still just crawling and alive down there? Oh, yeah. Anywhere you set your hoops, you know, you're pretty much guaranteed to catch a crab or two. Or three, or, you know, we've seen hoops come up as full as uh, 21, 21 commercial or keeper-sized keeper, keeper size crab this year in a hoops. So, I mean, across the board, just great. And, you know, there was days there a couple years ago when we first started this thing, I would pull uh, sometimes as many as 180 hoops to get through my, to get through my gear to get limits for 30 people, and I've been able to do that some days in less than 30 hoops. So that gives you a scope of how the biomass has grown in this area. And it's, it's just been a, a great, great sign to see it. You know, it's not a long day thing. We just set the hoops down, start the other end, start picking them, and uh, we're getting plenty, get what we need. Well, it's the answer, folks, if you want to get out there and have some fun. And, uh, James, I, I got to compliment you on that video you put out. A lot of people are sending notes on it. A lot of them are looking back on it. Great video of a trap going down. I don't even know how many feet you lowered it down that day, but with sound and with light, you can just see the second it hits the bottom and how long it takes the crabs to get in there and all the whale sounds that are going on, sometimes hundreds of miles away that you can hear clearly. Really clear idea of what transpires underwater, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very cool video. Um, And, you know, I'm about to release another video here. We shot this one the other day in 4K. And it was a lot of trial and error. We had a dive light flood, uh, no picture, cameras go out. I mean, it was a struggle, but we've absolutely got some great footage. So I'm excited to show it to the public here. We're going to release that one soon. But, yeah, there's definitely another one that we're checking out. 
on the website, CaliforniaDawn.com, and also on Instagram there, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Check that out. You see what's going on at the bottom. But uh, I, I'm excited. You got you got a new video coming out. We're going to release it probably today or tomorrow of what's going on down at the bottom from when it descends to when it comes back up. It's pretty exciting stuff. Well, it's a great video, folks. If you have the opportunity, check it out. He's posted it on Instagram if you want to run back and check the old one. If you can find it, that's the way it is on Instagram. Good luck finding it again. James, give them all the hookup information they need. They've got to have everything to get out there and get on a trip like that. But real quick, one other quick thing. What's going on with Bluefin? What are you hearing out there? Well, my good buddy, John Marfia, uh, Tanker City. He's one of the last few holdouts uh, doing Bluefin fishing and consistently getting one a trip. I know he hooked as many as three this week, just below, just I believe, southwest of the main Farallon Island. So they're still hanging out. I believe uh, this weather's starting to chase them south, and this is probably about when we say bye to the bluefin for the year, but there's still opportunity out there. Well, um, give them all the hookup information, that, James. They need to get reservations. They need to get out there and load up on crab or tuna or whatever they want to target, including rockfish. I'm sure he's got plenty of dates available for you folks. Get a hold of him and get booked. And by the way, what a great Christmas gift idea, gift certificate. And I'm sure James has got those on board, too. Give him the hookup, partner. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. Get out there and spank him, James. Have a great day on the water, and we always appreciate your reports. Take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. James Smith, one of the seminar speakers at the International Sportsman's Expo this year. He'll tell you all about the great action going on out there. And he and Steve Carson will be doing one on tuna also. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're hooking up with Captain Rick Powers of the New Sea Angler out of Bodega Bay. Right after this quick break. And then on sturgeon fishing with Captain Steve Mitchell, hooked up sport fishing. Right after this quick break. Ready to share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Don and boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most comfortable, comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rock and lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any planned trips for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. 
Chevrolet.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. Only one radio program captures the excitement of hunting and fishing as it happens. The award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Only California Sportsman takes you where the action is, live on the water, live in the blind, and live with the top pros and experts in outdoor sports. California Sportsman with Fishing Hall of Famer Sepp Hendrickson is your premier destination for all things outdoors. Sepp's Saturday Morning Outdoors. Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Saturdays on Sacktown Sports 1140. More California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we've had a little bit of a trouble getting a hold of Rick Powers. He goes through that one area about 10, 15 miles off the coast and loses signal. He'll try to call back in in a bit. But uh, I got to tell you, I walked in the studio this morning and, uh, well, I got a call last night. Alan Fong said, hey, I want to come to the studio with yeah. you. He said, there's there's a kid coming in that I, I work with. I want to I wanna surprise him in the studio. I said, oh, okay, whatever. I'm thinking, okay, great, big deal. Man, I walked in here. That kid was like four foot nothing. He's 10 years old, Seb. And he won something? He won the Angler of the Year in the youth division this year with uh, with the Future Pro. And I made him a bet at the ISE show. Then, well, let's tell him who he is, Luke. Yeah, 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 yeah Lucas Dykin. And uh, and I've known his dad forever. And, and he made me a bet at the ISE show last year. He said, if I win Angler of the Year, you have to interview me on your radio show. Well, he thought I'd forgot. And... And I wasn't going to do it. Well, you but, dragged uh, mom and dad. I and did. Him Got him live in studio. He did win win the Angler of the Year title with uh, in the youth division. So he uh, he uh, he had a lot of fun with that. So Good yeah, kid. he's ten years old, and, First and interview the ever. Rod father's been helping him out a little bit. So. Uh, you know, been coaching him, and and uh, so we we got him. Uh, you notice how here. Alan kind of goes around and 
poaches all these young anglers yeah, that are going they, into bass they, fishing? They just, they, they're attracted. They're attracted to him, you know? Yeah. He's, I like teaching young kids. I just, I enjoy it. And he's got the tools. Where he caught that five-pounder is where I took him. And uh, he said, hey, could you help me in the Delta? And I took him down there, took him and his dad, and showed him around. And I said, you be here this time, and you should be able to win it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he said he caught a five pounder on a frog. Yeah. So, so oh, that yeah. part right was at the cool. turn of the tide, no doubt. Well, the, the thing is, right is like, moment. you know, he's so small, he can't even set the hook. Right. So I told him, don't set it until you feel it yank. That way, you know, they choke it. Right. And then he have a better chance of getting him. And he did. He caught a caught one over five. Well, caught, I'll tell you what, beer. that kid has got a personality. You can see he he's smiling ear to ear. We even got texts from people saying, this kid is funny. He's yeah. good. You know, He's got a future yeah, in this industry. He does. No and, doubt about and, it. and, you know, it's funny when you ask him who his favorite fishermen are, and it's Justin Lucas. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. That was, he was just there. <laughs> Maryland's favorite. Yeah. Alan, yeah. Alan brought him up. <clears throat> right. Exactly right. And, and, and before that, Skeet. Skeet, yeah, was his other favorite. And, you know, we all kind of raised him, too. So it was, uh, it, was, it was pretty cool to see. So it's been a lot of fun. Now, I was really impressed to see Alan come in. I know he's trying to create a legend of himself and leave a legacy behind, but he is, yeah. I just like, he just, he it. sees the light in these kids and yeah. he, he helps them to get that light brighter yeah, and brighter. He's, he's got potential. He kind of reminds me of Justin, but Justin was a little bit older. Justin was like 16, 17. Yeah. 15, and 16, 17. When Lucas he only started. 10 years old. Yeah. But he's got the tools. <laughs> yeah, he's telling me about fishing with forward facing sonar already. You know, because I hate they're him. video game players, man. <laughs> these kids, these yeah. kids adapt right to it. It's just a he video sure screen did. to them. He runs the you boat. Know? He yeah. runs the front. He gets up in the front. Runs the trolling motor and uh, and runs the forward facing sonar. Yeah. If I was his dad, I'd be thinking about retirement pretty soon. Yeah, at least in the next couple of years. <laughs> Gosh, let's hope. You know, so yeah. yeah. Well, so very impressive cool. young man. It was nice to see him coming into the studio and have the experience that you gave him in here. Yeah, it was fun. And you know, speaking of forward-facing sonar and electronics, Gone Fish and Marine still got their Black Friday sale on electronics down there. Mark said anything that's got a power cord is on sale. So <laughs> Vacuum cleaner in the back room well, is available. Yeah, yeah. I was... Now, get I down was, there. He had some steel deals. They were below cost, I believe. Yeah, on they, lives. He probably and wasn't talking real loud about it around their Lorenzo. Lives, forward-facing sonar, and a lot of the other stuff. But uh, I was with the Blantons last night. He said, don't forget, we still have Black Friday. So Tell them where weekend. you were real quick. It's nice to have a popular daughter. It does. It? Uh, we were at he we were at uh, Heavenly Village in Lake Tahoe. My daughter did the tree lighting there. And, uh, and she I was, hear she's She was on stage with Santa Claus. No, we can't talk about that other one yet. But she oh. was on stage with Santa Claus. <laughs> oh. And she will, uh, she will also be in the in the uh, playoff rounds on Team Legend on The Voice on NBC. What's that line? We week? can't. You, are you ready for some football? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I yeah. can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we can't talk about that yet. Yeah, we won't do. No. Hi, we got Mr. Steve Mitchell on here. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing's out chasing sturgeon this morning, hey, hey, or Paul, will be. Let's go live on the water right now, Chris. You might want to keep your finger near the button. Let's hook up with the captain right now. Good morning, <laughs> Captain Mitchell. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, Guy, what's going on out there? Sounds like you already got some activity on board, getting everybody positioned and strapped into place. Uh, that's Jason up here next to me talking crap. You already know how it goes early in the morning. Of course I do. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just sitting up here just uh, chopping it up about the game plan for this morning and everything. Uh, and, you're going to uh, have your clients show up about, what, 630 or so this morning? Yeah, they should be showing up here any time now, you know, so we can get on out there and get our day started. But uh, how's the action? How's the action been out there? 
It's been great, Sep. I mean, absolutely great. I mean, uh, a lot of these guys right now are just catching fish left and right, hand over fist, you know. But uh, we were just talking about this morning how many options we got where there's fish located at. And uh, we do got a full moon today. So uh, we're really looking to load up. And, uh, man, as I can as I can just – you know, picture it right now. I can see my boat coming in early with six fish. Well, six fish to the boat, but two on the boat. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll have a lot of attention. You bring six fish into the docks right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we got to get used to these new regs or whatever. But yeah, well, it's working out well. And the cool thing is, the photos that I'm seeing, and I've seen a bunch of big, oversized, a bunch of keeper size, and a bunch of smalls. They're all being released by a lot of folks out there. They don't have to release them, but they're releasing a lot of fish out there. And these fish are big, strong, and healthy looking, aren't they? They are. They are, Sep. And I'm actually really liking the new rig, to be honest with you. Well, the emergency rigs, let's put it that way. I'm actually liking it because those fish, anything over 48, 48th and a 16th, an eighth, a quarter, any of those fish get to live their life for the for the duration unless they get hit by a boat or ship or either a sea lion gets it and those fish get to grow up to be brood stock and that's what we're basically looking for and uh, we've been catching a lot of fish that's over that but we're getting them also in the slot too but for the most part we're getting a lot that's over it so that means that our fishery will be able to flourish because we're releasing so many fish you know. And, I, I mean, who could complain? That's what, what they wanted anyway, right, as far as the department is concerned. And, uh, yeah. Everybody I'm, I'm wants like everybody wants to take some meat home with them, and that's easy if you got one or two sturgeon and a boatload of people. That's a piece of cake. The coolest thing to me is how many people are voluntarily letting them go, want to see them swim back off. Makes me feel good every time I let a fish go and swim off. But then again, I don't really like eating too many species of fish. If they were cows, I'd keep every one of them. <laughs> well, I can tell you what, right about now, everybody's not, at first it started off where they had a little quarrel about the size limit and everything, but looking at some of these 48-inch fish, how fat they are and everything, and with nice little girths on them, uh, guys is kind of like letting it like start to sink in, like, man, maybe, maybe this is a good fish to take, you know, it's, better, it's definitely a better eater than a 55 or a 60 i can tell you that much oh uh, no question you know? about it well this action is going to maintain dude how long is it going to last for you till march yeah till march i mean and if, if it keeps up the way it has been man everybody's been averaging out anywhere from anywhere from eight to maybe 15 fish a day did you see that report that i, I tagged you in yes i had a group a group uh one guy, his car, uh, he's on his way here. He, well, he had a group of people with him, and he was on his way here. He ran over a piece of rebar on the highway, and it went through his engine block. So uh, That'll screw up make, your day. Oh, it screwed him up big time. So he couldn't make it, but we did have one guy end up showing up, and I couldn't just turn him away. And it, So I ended up taking him out. Well, <laughs> he had the day guy, of his life. You've seen those pictures, didn't you? Yes. That guy had 11 fish to himself, and uh, I think probably he probably only had two small two small shakers, one that was maybe 41 and a half, and everything else was, well, he caught two that was in a slot uh, that day, but, of course, he could only take one. 
But uh, out of the 11, everything else was probably 50 to 80-plus inches. And, oh, man, you're talking about a guy whose arms was like jello. <laughs> Definitely. He got one guy out. On the One guy on the boat, captain's going to be reeling. I can see this happening already. On Sturgeon number four, I, I could use a hand here, Cap. Yeah, no. well, you know what? He said that. He was like, hey, hey, can you help me? I said, no, no, no. This is all about you today. <laughs> Whatever you got, is that's the only thing that's going to come up in this boat. Whatever you got in you. So if you can land them, you can land them. If you can't, oh, well. But right now, it's all about you. That guy got 11 fish, Sep. 11. Hey, there's a lot of fish out there to be caught. When you're the only guy with a bouncing rod, It's uh, you're in favor. Don't plan on that happen every single time you go out, folks. But uh, every now and then, even a squirrel finds a nut out there. And uh, it worked out well for <laughs> right. that guy, that's for sure. Well, folks, sturgeon fishing is going to stay strong. It's just going into its peaks right now. Steve, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get a hold of you. And, by the way, stop by and see Steve down at the International Sportsman's Expo in January. He's one of our seminar speakers on sturgeon fishing out there. And he'll get you up to speed and increase your odds of success. Give them all the hookups, Steve. Absolutely. Hey, guys, yeah, I can definitely be reached at 707 707- Six five five six seven three six, or you guys can find me on the web at uh, hookedupsportfishing.com, and that hook is spelled H O O K apostrophe D, not E D. Or you can find me on uh, 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 well, did I say Facebook? Hooked just type, just type in Captain Steve Mitchell, and you <laughs> will find every place he's listed all over the internet. And I was, uh, I watched that party boat last night too that you took a look at the action on the water. I thought that was pretty impressive. Action on the water. You remember it? It was dancing on the boat. You checked it out on, oh, okay. on, on okay. Facebook or Instagram. Quite, quite an active boat they had there. Let's just leave it at that. Captain Steve <laughs> Mitchell, give him that phone number one more time, Steve. All right, guys. Yeah, 707-655-6736. Give me a call. Let's hook up. And if you get hooked up before we get off the air at 8 o'clock, you give us a shout back. Let us know what's going on. Will do, Seb. Have a good one. You do the same, my friend. Captain Steve Mitchell, that number again, 707-655-6736. Quick break right now. We come back. It's RVs and destinations. Then we're taking you to, well, I don't know if he's going to be on the water at Shasta, but we're hooking up with Jeff Goodwin to talk about Lake Shasta update and the Sacramento River Rainbow Trout action right after this. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish
fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Buy the latest gear, meet the experts, learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. A recent article highlighted what it costs to own a motorhome, and it contained information that owners and potential owners need to check into. It pointed out that there's no way to put a price tag on the freedom that an RV brings to an owner, but it also covered some of those associated and related expenses that go along with it. To begin with, when you buy the motorhome, there are many types and styles to choose from. Class A, Class B, C, etc. And each one has subcategories of accessories with varying prices. You can also choose between new and used units. Any one of these will cost anywhere from 15000 to up to a million dollars or more. You and your family will make the determination on how much to spend based on your basic needs dressed up with fancy accessories. Yes, motors homes are a big investment, but imagine the fun you're going to have. Don't think for a minute that we're trying to talk you out of this big investment. Quite the opposite. Find the right unit and go for it. But no, there are a few associated costs you should be aware with after you've made the big purchase. The first thing, of course, as you drive off the lot is where are you going to park it? We've covered the basics earlier in the show, but you've decided to put it in a garage, the backyard, or in a storage facility. You already know what this part of ownership is going to cost. Regular maintenance costs will vary depending on the status and age of your unit and how much you gets utilized. If defects surface in a new unit, it will obviously be covered under warranty. On average, upkeep and maintenance will cost an average of about $1,000 a year, and the bigger the problem, the more it will cost. However, make a point of becoming familiar with your RV, and you can do basic repairs yourself and cut down on costs significantly. All good advice, yes, owning an overhome all good advice. Yes, owning a motorhome is an added cost to your household, but the return on investment is really something that you can't place a dollar value on. Think it through, make a decision, go for it, and enjoy. 
Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, for the last three or four weeks, I've been trying to pin my buddy Kent Brown down here for a date. I know, to go i got to figure out a date. Rainbow trout fishing on the uh, Sacramento River below Anderson, down towards Anderson River Park, and all the way up to the dial, Sundial Bridge up there. One of the best fisheries around, and it's just I haven't done it in 20 years. And this next guy is going to take me up there one of these days real quick. But we're going to talk to him about Sacramento River rainbow trout fishing as well as Lake Shasta. Let's hook up right now with Jeff Goodwin of Jeff Goodwin Guide Service. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Seth. How are you? If I got any better, I'd be on board with you drifting a stretch right I now. I bet it's chilly up on uh Oh, I bet there's Shasta a little right bit. Now. There's got to be a little ice dripping around off of some trees and stuff up there. What's your temperature like this morning? You know, it's it's only in the 40s, but um, we got yeah, we got big winds again today. <clears throat> so um, yeah, no fun fishing in this kind of this kind of way. We got gusts of 30. Um, so Northwind. We got out yesterday and um, fished Shasta Lake, but uh, yeah, the river's been been you know windy, real windy. Oh, I'm sure. Right in the middle of that canyon, just blowing right down. Everything a north wind right now. Yeah, pretty much. You yep. know, if they haven't turned over, they're about to with these strong winds. I discussed that with a guy just yesterday about Berryessa. The two days of 25, 30-mile-an-hour winds blowing down and blowing all night long, that's enough to get a lake rolling like that, especially when it's this cold. Sure, yeah. And, and we've cooled off quite a bit already. Um, it's 57 on Shasta. And, um, you know, that's, that's about normal for this time of year. But, yeah, we should we should see it creep down into the low 50s here real soon. This is the time of year that you kind of concentrate towards some of the larger fish in the lake, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we have a, a migration of the, the bigger browns and, and even the adult rainbows uh, as they kind of head upstream and find their tributaries or go up into the main, you know, tributaries coming into the lake. So, you know, we lose some fish this time of year to the river, but, um, you know, they don't all go at the same time. So we get to we get to get some fish going up and we get to get some fish coming back down into the system. And, um, you know, they've planted some holdovers this year. Uh, almost every launch on the lake is just stuffed with uh, rainbows and browns right now. Well, that's great. It bodes well for the future. No question about that. What are they like? Nine, 10, 12 inches that most of the planters they're dropping in? Yeah, pretty much. You know, I mean, not nine, but, you know, 11, 12. And then we got some, um, you know, two, even three pounders that, that we've been seeing at the launches as well. So, um, good opportunity, especially for the bank anglers. right? Absolutely. Now. I was just going to say for the weekend guys, that's a great opportunity for them to have some fun, but, uh, guys that have fished a few years want to go out and catch the biggest one they can on the lightest tackle. What can they experience up there this time of year for big fish? Well, you know, um, Shasta, my biggest fish that I've actually landed on Shasta is 10 and a half pounds. Um, that's a brown trout. And we've caught just countless numbers of, you know, five to, to you know, eight, 
pound browns. Um, that's a it's a big springtime fishery for us up here. Um, they just seem to be you know eager to bite, and we know exactly where they are. Um, they're not migratory really at that time of year. So we hit the same places year after year and, and find a lot of success. Um, caught hundreds and hundreds of, of, you know, nice browns and, you know, go into any of my, my, you know, social media accounts, you can scroll back for years through all that stuff and, you know, get a good sample of what kind of fish that we've, we've caught over the years. What are the best techniques for getting into the big fall fish like that? Well, you know, there's a ton of different things you can do, but um, a staple for me is just trolling spoons. Um, no flashers, no dodgers, just bare spoons this time of year. Um, it's really important to get your gear away from the boat. So side planers um, are, are a major feature for us. And those those bigger fish respond to, to you know, those baits that are out away from the boat and, you know, just don't tend to spook those fish like some, you know, downrigger balls dragging through the water and, and some of the presentations like that. Not saying you can't catch them that way, but I don't do very well with downriggers this time of year. It's yeah. all getting your gear away from the boat. You know, exactly right. The further back, the better in those circumstances. But when the fish are up high in the water column like that and you're going across the top of them in your boat, they're going to scatter out to the side. So you're pushing them out to the sides as you go over these fish. That's why side planters out the side are a great benefit to you. You'd be shocked how many fish you can catch on those side planters, wouldn't they? Yeah, no, it's, it's it, you know, I get I get back to the dock a lot of times and, you know, we'll have a nice big bag full of fish and a lot of the, the folks coming in, you know, the privateers coming in at the end of the day are just kind of, in awe at how many fish we caught because a lot of folks you know struggle this time of year and you know honestly when when people ask me what what to do first thing i ask them is well what are you doing to get on fish and it almost always just contains downriggers and i say well that's 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 where we need to work with you you know i'm a true believer in downriggers there's no doubt about it mickey daniels mm-hmm. up at lake tahoe god rest his soul he used to go out there and say no downriggers we're going down 100 feet we're going down with leg core we're going to get down there we're not going to mess around with this stuff and he swore that you caught more fish and i argued and argued and argued <laughs> he's right and he was right yeah yeah, you actually yeah. do. When you got those cables down there, they're humming, they're making a sound, no question about it. And you're moving fish out of your way. They know that weight's coming. You got a ten or twelve pound lead ball down there. It's moving through the water. They're thinking it's a cannonball coming. I didn't think out. those fish you fish for were that smart? I'm not sure they are. They got a little bitty brain. <laughs> they got a little bitty brain, but they're smarter than I am. That's for sure. Well, Jeff, when is the action uh, really going to peak, and how long does big fish action last on Shasta? Well, we're gonna. Um... You know, start a lot of our winter trips now. Um, I've I've been fishing probably three days a week um, trips, and we're getting we're getting really good numbers. Um, the only the only downside is that a lot of them are small because they just like I said been putting thousands and thousands of of planters in the lake. That feeds um, the bigger but, fish too. Yeah, yeah. So so you know we having on our uh, holdover fish we're having like a two to three pound average. And we're getting some, some you know, five, six-pound uh, class, not as many rainbows, but, you know, a couple of browns here and there. Um, I've, I tend to, to look back over my, my records, and um, it's pretty much always Thanksgiving to Christmas is a really great time to intercept a lot of those bigger fish, um, up, especially up at Hearst Bay uh, on the McLeod arm of, of, the, or of, of Shasta. And, you know, the sky's the limit really i mean there's there's 
teeners in there, and I I would, you know, bet a bunch of paychecks there's Browns over 20 pounds in oh, Shasta. Oh, guaranteed. Um, Any lake that size with the bait population that that lake has got in it, they're going to have some monster fish in there. People may never see them. They just might snap their line off right away, but they're there. Yeah, and that's that happens a lot. You know, people get into these big fish. And because Shasta has so many different varieties of fish, um, you know, it's hard to tell what it was. Yeah, let's not uh, overlook the king salmon that'll kick your butt out there, too. Right, kings, and even, you know, uh, we got an 11-pound cat trolling this year, and I got a 14-pound cat trolling last year. So you just don't know, you know, what's what's going to hit the lines there. But, um, yeah, from now all the way through spring, uh, well, mid-February got- to, to March is brown town time. It's time to go out and catch your trophy browns. And we we have some really good success during those months, um, day in and day out. Well, you got me all fired up and ready to go. I'm going to hold Kent down and put his hand in a fire till he gives me a date today, and we'll get <laughs> we'll get one set up for certain out there. In the meantime, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get up there and share the great action too. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're at phone number five three zero five one zero two nine two five. Janie's at five three zero five one zero two nine two five. And um, she can get you all set up for a fishing trip. Um, JeffGoodwinFishing.com is also another another way to get a hold of us and, and check out what we have to offer. Um, all through this, this winter, Stack River Rainbows, Shasta Lake Trout, and Trinity River Steelhead. Oh, a little extra tossed in there just to get people's attention. Folks, give them a call. Get involved. Give them that phone number one more time. Okay, Seth, it's 530-510-2925. All right, Jeff, you have a great one. Thanks for sharing with our listeners today, and uh, we will be in touch right away. You too. Thank you. All right. Jeff Goodwin with the Jeff Goodwin Guide Service. He's going to have some fun up yonder. That's that's so many options up there. Oh, I can't wait to get back on that river and drift down there and catch about a five-pound beautiful rainbow, perfect marking, spawning colors. Just yeah, they're to gorgeous. take the photo and let it swim away again. Yeah, it's a great. It's such a great stretch of river. Speaking of taking photos. Maybe we should letting, take Alan, too. Well, yeah, I was thinking about that, but he'd probably outshine us and make us look like bass fishermen. Have you done that trip? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I would be interested. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah, Bucket you and 12,000 other people. Are you using a fly rod? You can. Uh, no, I'd like to use spinning rods myself. Okay. I like yeah, it. I might get about a Are you out on fly rod fishing? No, I have them, but I don't like doing it. It's too much work. Hey, you might. <laughs> Fluffy sing bug chucking. Seeing as we're talking blown. to Alan Fong, why don't we play this first? With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rod Father. And he joins us live in the studio this morning, the man himself. I like that little gong kicker you got there, guy. That was a good idea you had to put that on. Yeah, just something, you know. Something different. Well, they know it's you. Get your attention. Well, it got them. That's no <laughs> doubt about it. It gets a lot of attention. You know, we're sitting here talking about everything going on. Alan sent me some photos a couple of days ago. Well, and this morning. Again, why don't you tell them what's going on in the Delta with some striped you bass know, action? The water temperature is dropping in the 50s now, and it's prime time. There's a lot of stripers in the system. I'd say probably most of them are between Martinez and Rio Vista. Um, I was out there twice did some videoing and probably two days caught well over 100 probably maybe close to two you work in those clam beds along the west bank uh somewhere over there yeah you know? along that stretch yeah you know, i you know i 
just taking, you know, Denise and we did a video and showing her how important electronics are. I'm grafting around. I see all these fish sitting on that 18 to 25 foot break line. I said, I, I'll bet you we could spoon these. Drop it, put the live. I put my spoon down. I see it go down on the live, and I and she's watching. And she goes, "Hey, look at that fish! He's going right for your spoon." Fish on. I mean, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. And, th and those are the places, like uh, learning how to use a down scan, use it in a down mode, and do stuff like this, and you will learn real quick how to how to how to use those. Things. You have to get on fish to learn how to use it. You, you still have to know how to fish. Yeah. You still. I mean, you just just because if you don't know how to fish and you have it, you're not gonna catch nothing. No, it still has to do with it's time on the water. It's a tool. Yeah. It's a tool, it's and a tool. it's amount of time you spend on the water yeah. using those tools is it how you. It took me a while. You you interpret the signals. Some people oh, yeah. will interpret them completely different than another oh, yeah. person and be reading it all wrong. I mean, I think if you ask me, do I catch more fish? I would probably tell you. The only reason I think it does is because I could follow them. Instead of being in unproductive water, it shortens your hunting period. Chris, yes, it does. It surprises me with with spotted bass, especially. It surprises me how they're there, and then maybe you catch one, and they're gone. They yeah, sometimes they, they just, won't bite. They just split, and then you got to kind of let them regroup and get back on them. Yeah. And it just lets you know what's going on mm -hmm. down there. Mm -hmm. So you could be down there and not there not be any fish there. You're like wasting your time. At least I know I'm in a productive area. Whether they bite or not or something else, you still have to know how to fish. Well, obviously, you're casting. What are you tossing out there? You got big um, stick I've baits been, or what? No, no, I'm catching. Most of them I caught spooning, and it's real important Like on the tides. I had uh, hard incoming water, so I just, just from fishing down there so much, so many years, I know go try this bank, go graft it, and I saw them, and we dropped the spoons down, and we're hooking two to three at a time. How big a spoon? Uh, two ounce. Two ounce. Yep. You fishing out of what? Twenty five. Uh, eighteen to twenty five. Eighteen to twenty five. And that's one of the things. Also, Mainly mono. Um, I was using braid. Denise was using mono. Um, I think boat control is a big factor because I'm on the trolling motor. You want your line vertical. You don't want it drifting away from you. There's a lot of things you know that will actually. It took years and years for me to do, but I think boat control, no matter what kind of fishing you're doing, is probably 75%. Of the Are you still success. using your auto, just locking it in place? No, you, I'm drifting with the current. And you want your line straight up and down, so sometimes I'm on the motor chasing my spoon, but you want to keep it vertical. So just keep it vertical, keep yeah. moving and keep it straight yeah. up. And then and when the tide starts slowing down because it started to come up and it got almost a high tide, they're gone. What was the peak period? They left. Just before high? Uh, no, as long as the water's moving, you could catch them, but usually right at the tide change. So then I ran up to Sherman, went inside, on, you know, I'm fishing 18 to 25, right? And I go into Sherman, and it's two to four. Every cast. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. Denise was going crazy. She probably caught so many. I mean, she's just had the lucky bait on. And this video will be coming out. Uh, hopefully it'll be out this next Monday. Excellent. So, you know, we I think right now, until it rains real hard, you cannot miss down there. I see guys bait fishing, guys trolling, and guys spooning. So I'm sure everybody's catching. Well, I know uh, Jeff Suhu, the Suhu Sport Fishing, he's out there spanking him, and he's doing the live bait drifting like uh, Mike Gravert used to do. i got to get him on the show here pretty soon to talk about things, too. It's it's really great striper fishing right now. There's so right many now. This fish is... in the system there right now. Most of the fish were 5 to 8 pounds. And it seems like, you know, when 
if I wanted to go look for big ones, I would definitely be in the flooded islands throwing big stuff where I might get two or three blow-ups. But once in a while, I like going out there doing this because it's so much fun. And, every, and the people I take, they just have a blast. Crazy. Well, there's going to be opportunities for folks to uh, go out with you pretty soon. Next week, we'll be talking about all of that yeah. here on the show where he's going to take a few people out and give them a little instruction. I'm going to be doing a lot of um, – I'm going to retire here at the end of the year, and I'm going to be just doing it a couple of days a week. You know, I'm trying to focus on getting people to learn their electronics. So I'm going to be a consultant. So you, if you're having a problem with your electronics, I'll go on your boat, show you if your transducer is not put on right or whatever, and show you how to run that thing like you're supposed to. Yeah, there's so many people out there that got transducers pointed in some yeah. direction. That they see little That's sticks on the their screen. Things. They don't even see what. But most anglers just on. put them in automatic and let them run. And they don't even look at the adjustment. They hit something, they think, oh, transducer well, popped the up. The problem, too, Seb, is they put a boat cover on. And they strap that boat cover down, and they don't realize that that boat cover affected, like forward-facing sonar, sure. I mean, it, it'll affect that transducer. You, it might just be a click off yeah. when you tighten that boat cover down on it, when you run down the highway with your boat cover on. There's, I mean, there's so, many so much to do with it. Yep. Well, folks, you'll be happy to hear that Alan Fong, and I can't remember his name real quick, from Lawrence. Uh, Tom White Jr. Tom White Jr. is going to be doing seminars at the California Sportsman Theater all about this forward-facing sonar. Yep. Kind of like the initial introduction of it for the basic guys. But if you want to get in-depth, I hear Kent and the guys are going to do in-depth. Well, I'm going to put Bryant Smith on the demo tank. And, and he's, he's the one teaching you. He is probably <laughs> he is probably one of the premier forward-facing sonar bass anglers in the country today. Well, so, this, I well, would uh, suggest not going to the seminar unless you're prepared to spend about four grand. Yeah, right. No, it's a free se <laughs> it's a free seminar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you get hooked like the rest of us, you're going to have it on there for certain. Well, Without Alan, a doubt. Thank you very much, Alan, for hooking up with us today. But I want to make sure that everybody checks out Alan Fong Outdoors. He's just about to break 10,000 subscriptions there. there. They're free subscriptions. Click on it. Have your friends click on it. Let's kick him over that because it's going to be a hard drive to 20, but it's going to be easier than to 10. <laughs> yeah, it is. Check it out. He's got the YouTube stuff up twice a week for you out there, an update on the action, and then stuff in depth, and you will not want to miss this striper trip that he's got. Yep, it's going to be interesting. We I really explained a lot of stuff how to do it, so just trying to help anglers catch more fish. Thank you, be sir. Be more successful. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it, and we'll Problem. be talking a whole lot more next week here on the show where we're going to dedicate about 15 minutes to Mr. Fong about what he's up to soon. All right. Let's move on. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the mussel fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee. 
Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit GoldenStateSalmon.org to learn more. And joining us from the Golden State Salmon Association is the man himself, one of the members of the board of directors, Mr. Mike Ogney, joins us live. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning, guys. And I just want to say a big congratulations to uh, Kent, whose uh, daughter is just kicking butt over on the uh, voice, and she's making it into the just the meat of the season there. She's having but fun. She's a proud daddy, Kent. Yeah, she's having fun. She'll, uh, she will be, uh, you know, she got stolen by John Legend, and she's on John Legend's team now, and will be in the playoffs, and so she's in the top twenty, and we'll see where all that, uh, all that lands. But she's having a good time with it. Yeah, I'm having fun watching it. Congratulations. Well, what's going on Anybody? out there, Michael? Have they settled anything? I hear they've got some money all set aside well, and allocated, they, but it's not even well, enough money to take care of the commercial people, let alone sport fishing and related businesses. They have they have a title to it. They don't have the actual funds. The, the Commerce Secretary did announce that there was a fishery disaster, and there's there's money already that has been put aside years ago for these as they happen around the, the nation. So they have declared the, the disaster. Uh, the final payout will be nothing compared to uh, what these guys and gals could have earned on their on their own and. When it comes to the commercial fleet, and I'll say even for the for for the for the charter fleet, most of the people who I know, Seth, they don't want to pay out. They would much rather just have their fishery, go make a living, leave me alone type mentality. But this this fishery has been stolen uh, by the federal government, and 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 they'll tell you that it was that it was drought. Yes, we were experiencing drought, but on top of drought. We siphoned off all the available water to these fish, and we have collapsed the, the upper Sacramento River. So th- there will be a payout fund, and there will be more news on that once they get their formulas all done and 
they will announce how many millions of dollars that they're going to release, but it's nowhere near what these people would have made or the anguish that they're going through, seeing their, their seasons, you know, and their businesses just completely shut down. And it's not just going to be this year. It's going to be next year and on down the, the line and other news. Um, well, let me, let me, let me backtrack just a little bit. There's been a lot of fishery misinformation with the general public because everybody has seen that story of the great success down on the uh, McQualamy hatchery of this huge return that's been coming back. And it's true. Bill Smith is just an incredible manager. Um, I, I really wish that um, you would get him on, but Essentially, what it is with the, with the McQuarrie River, it's they're seeing such great success because Bill releases, he trucks all of their fish, and he puts them on a schedule of two days on, five days off, so that the, that the stripers and the other predators don't build up in one lo- location. They'll move their releases around. They've been moving them closer to the Golden Gate Bridge, and they're seeing a huge success. Hence, this huge return that comes back to the to the hatchery. But that said, the McQuality cannot release fish directly from the hatchery. All of those fish, except in the most wet years, the most extremely heavy rainfall years, none of those fish make it 100% get pumped down into the, into the delta, and they head on south down to Westlands Water District and just become fertilizer, essentially. So they have to be trucked because they won't survive. And fish that don't... Um, that aren't hatched at the hatchery that do hatch in the wild, all those fish are lost on that wild component side. Now, the good news is, is, is this week uh, they announced that they will be transferring 5 million eggs um, up to uh, Battle Creek. And most of those fish are, those fish should be coming from the, from the McQuality, but they have McQuality genes. And what I mean by that is that the McQuality fish tend to out-migrate later in the uh, spring, where the Battle Creek and Upper Sacramento fish tend to out-migrate earlier in the spring when flows tend to be higher and a little bit muddier. So a lot of those fish are just going to get lost in the system unless they are trucked. Um, and there's, you know, th- there's just so much to it. People read one story and they go, oh, look, we, you know, the fisheries are doing great. They're not doing great. We got so much to do, especially on the upper sack. It's our largest component of our traditional runs out in the ocean and returns to, to the river. And if we're going to save this fishery, we have to save the upper sack. Well, it, uh, they haven't been doing a lot of good jobs on saving it lately. Hopefully, they'll start doing that and taking care of business. There's so many areas that are like this that it just seems like it's constant attention to one area or another or one species or another. Look at the things that have compounded on it this year. I hope the Commerce Secretary announces a little bit more money going to be allocated to everybody because this is going to put a far more severe hit on people in the industry and related to the fishing industry along the coasts and everywhere else, it's going to put a major hurt on them. People are going to lose their homes. People are going to lose their boats. People are going to lose their livelihood as a result of this. So I hope that people get it together 
and start taking care of the folks and start taking better care of our fisheries. Thank God we got people like the Golden State Salmon Association out there fighting for us on behalf of the California's anglers and salmon people that just enjoy salmon fishing in general. Mike, I want to thank you for sharing with our listeners today. We always appreciate the GG or the GSSA joining us. You take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great holiday. Appreciate it. Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care, all with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season are coming up. When you go out to set up your decoys at your blind, take your dog with you and let them run around. Once your decoys are set on dry ground, do some bumper work for 8 to 10 minutes. This is a great opportunity to get your dog to run through the decoys to make retrieves. It's much easier to make corrections before you get water. If you have the opportunity, take your dog back out to the blind while water is starting to fill. Again, it's much easier to make any needed corrections before your area is completely flooded. Your dog will be way ahead of the game before opening day with just a few easy preseason drills. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. California's largest sportsman's expo is back, January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Buy the latest gear, meet the experts, learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 
And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, one of the lakes that I really kind of keep a close eye on is Eagle Lake and Pyramid Lake. And I know the wind's been blowing at Eagle Lake from the north. I know it had started to turn. I know it's cold enough. Eagle Lake's going to turn this weekend. There's no doubt about it. In the next couple of weeks, we've got some absolutely great weather in the 60s, kind of, and down to 60 for the next two weeks. Two or three days, 30 40% chance of rain mixed in across the whole thing. It's a good time to get out there and go fishing, obviously. Well, let's check in live up at Pyramid Lake right now and climb on board with Corey Keller from Hendricks Bait Company and find out what's going on up there. He was out on the water all day yesterday, too. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, guys. How are you? Tell us about it. What was it like yesterday? I saw the photos. Those are beautiful, colorful fish right now. Those are beautiful fish. And fishing was fair. Not good yet. Same, just like Eagle Lake. We're in transition. It just hasn't stabilized yet. Yeah, but, 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 but. You still <laughs> catch 15 fish a day out there, and that's nothing to shake a stick at. Tell our listeners that's what's true. going on. We're about two to three an hour or so. It's, it's definitely a spoon bite. We did pick a couple up on Lyman's. And did real well on, on pulling some spinners. Well, I know that the uh, just about anything in their face will do it. But why is there a slowdown right now? Is it the weather transitioning, the fish getting off, the bait moving to different locations? You've fished it enough to know. You know, lake's trying to turn. It's in transition for sure. There's no thermocline. Um, fish are, I mean, we caught fish at 15 and we caught fish at 60 foot. Yeah. We saw them as deep as 80. So they're just all over the place. They, just hasn't stabilized and those fish haven't quite come all the way up shallow yet they should be coming up real soon i think you're right i think it's about on the same pace as eagle yeah they're they're gonna flip and it's just you can't have cold weather like this and strong 20 25 mile an hour winds without something flip this time of year and uh, i think everything's been really slow in it as we transition we start getting cooler and then we get warm stretch then it cools down we get a warm stretch well i don't think we're gonna get another warm stretch now no, I think you're exactly right. So I think it's it's going to happen here real, real soon. And then fish is just going to just catch on fire. For those of you that aren't aware yet, Corey is one of our seminar speakers at the International Sportsman's Expo this year. He's going to be talking all about Pyramid Lake and the world-class cutthroat trout that are available up there. What kinds of the things are you going to be covering with them to make them a better angler and give them the best opportunity to hook up at the lake? You know, fishing for some people is putting fish on the table for family and for me, it's a passion. It's a desire. If I'm not on the water, I, I mean, I, I go insane. So I'm going to cover everything and anything that completely covers pyramid from locations, depths, um, what to use, when to use it, speeds. I mean, the whole gambit. I'm going to get the full breakdown. I'm holding nothing back. You know, I'm not a guide. I'm just a guy that loves to fish. So I'm happy to share 100% of my information, give you some of my um, tips and tricks out there to hopefully make someone successful to break a new record something over 41 pounds would be really nice what's it going to take for this thing to just pop and to get the way we expect it to be in this kind of weather just some good cold nights i mean we're, we're getting there we're really really close and then man we'll be fishing the top 30 feet of water it'll be winter tactics um, running flat fish digging them in the mud running side planters and that's really when the, a lot of the big boys come out and play i mean it was unusual we caught so many big fish early this year I mean, it was one of my best days on the water. We had boated 40 fish, and 30 of them were over 10 pounds. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, you can't get that anywhere else but Pyramid Lake. Well, I'm going to be bringing you a big old lure, big old just flat <laughs> spoon that you have never seen before in your life that, All right. that caught so jealous. many fish for me in the Yukon. I know it's going to work at Pyramid I Lake. I can't wait. I'm just waiting for the lake to stay. 
stabilize and finally get on. I mean, catching two to three fish an hour, you know, nothing big. The last, the, the biggest issue. I mean, three to five pounds yesterday. We had about four fish that were in that five to six pound range. A couple real pretty summits. The ones that you saw, just absolutely gorgeous. Um, but most of them were smaller pilots, and the, man, they're just feisty fish. Two or three good runs, and then they kind of gas out, and then they come in. Um, but I mean, it's still, it's it's good. It's just not great. You know, folks, it, we're hearing this. You know, and I got to tell you, it's good. It's dang good. But it gets like miraculously better. So it really does. don't don't think it's not a good opportunity to get out there. You can get into fish right now. The bigger fish, everything's going to be up on top. And the top 30, as he talked about, pretty quick, pretty damn quick. And all you got to do is put one in their face because they will be eating like mad going into this. And I think you're, everybody's going to appreciate the colors. Did you post those fish up any place on your Instagram or Facebook or any place? Um, I did, yep, and I tagged you on it when the sportsman showed up, kind of do a little teaser um, for the announcement of doing the ISC um, seminar that I'm really excited to do this year. Well, it's going to be a great seminar, folks. This is world-class cutthroat trout opportunities for fish in the 20 to 30 and even 40-pound range. It happens every year. It goes consistently for a long time. You can catch a lot of fish. Right now, it's kind of the slow doldrums with only 15, 16 fish a day. But they'll get bigger, and they'll get better quantities as we go. Corey, the seminar you're going to do up there is going to take a while, but are you going to crack the crack it all open for them? Are you going to break the bank and tell them everything going on? Absolutely. I'm going to have some great pictures, working on some good videos. I'm putting them together pretty special. I'm pretty excited about it. I, th- I think it's going to come out really nice. It should be really entertaining. And you know what? I've contacted a lot of the companies I work with, so I'm going to have a good pile of giveaways, including a fishing pole. So per day, per seminar, so that's exciting. So I would bet those are velocity up. fishing rods probably. Yeah, I'm going to probably throw out the um, Samurai, the 8'3", medium light action, um, my favorite rod up the lake. It does really, really good until you hit about 15 pounds, and then you're having the clear rods and slow boats. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to hear when I'm on a boat. Clear the rods out. Let's slow this boat down. we got to get this fish to the boat. We were, J.D. was like 100 feet in front of us and just stopped. I'm like, what is he doing? He's right in our way. And sure enough, that's when he popped that, what, 22, 23? I mean, that that was a day that we popped 30 fish over 10 pounds. Yeah. And he popped it right in front of us. It was unbelievable to watch. There you have it, folks. Exactly what you can be doing, too, if you get up there. And Corey is going to tell you exactly how to take care of it. January 18th to 21st at the Cal Expo, the big international sportsman's expo. Corey, thanks for jumping in and sharing with our listeners today. We appreciate it, and we will see you up there soon, my friend. Sounds good. Tight line, guys. All right. You take care. Just an absolutely great guy that's going to share the works with you, folks. That's the name of the game. When they open up like Alan Fong has done and start telling you everything, you know you're going to be a better angler pretty quick. Hey, do we really have to talk to this guy? Yeah, I think I'd like to. A good friend of mine is our next guest joining us right now, the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo, the guy that puts all of this together in a big box and opens it up at Cal Expo. Mr. John Kirk joins us live. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, if we got any better, we'd already be at the ISC. No, we wouldn't. (laughs) No, it's a little too early for us to get that hat on, that's for sure. Well, John, big things are happening right now. This morning, I've already talked to several of our potential seminar speakers, but there's a lot more going on than just the California Sportsman Theater, isn't there? Well, that's the point. We've got a lot of people who love to do a lot of things outdoors, so we're trying to offer something, I mean, literally for everyone who fishes and hunts and 
kayaks and goes off-roading and certainly who loves going boating. Uh, and whether they want to do that on local lakes and rivers or the ocean or want to go to Alaska or Canada or Mexico or even South Africa, you know, we pretty much uh, have all those destinations. And then obviously with the big retailers there, Turner selling sporting uh, shooting sports and Fisherman's Warehouse uh, showing uh, all the fishing gear and uh, Kayak City doing kayak stuff and uh, fly fishing specialties doing fly fishing. We've we've got you know all the gear that you're going to need. And then uh, you know as Kent knows, the the pros are hanging out in the booths and giving information and talking about products. Uh, it's it's really uh, I mean it's once a year, so we better do our darndest to to give everybody everything that we possibly can. And, and I think this year it's going to be better than it has been since pre-COVID. Far better, actually. Well, you got eight boat dealers coming too this time. That's a special lot of special deals, special financing, interest rates. You know, special uh, you know closeouts on some 2023 model set, but maybe some. Some hangover boats that are going to be around for the show, and then obviously all the new 2024 products as well. So it's uh, it's a great time if you're in the market to be a, a boat buyer. It's also a good time to maybe start finding out what your used boat might be worth as a trade-in and, and start working with uh, those dealers that are going to be at the show. Prior to getting to the show, you'll know what you can trade your old boat in for and, and what you have to do to maybe get a new new one. Well, I know our standard line that we use. You don't know how close you are to buying a new boat. That's right. Three beers away normally is all it takes. And uh, <laughs> Kent will buy those beers. Yeah, for no, you. <laughs> we, yeah, we have that. We have that covered. Um, you know, but it's a, it is a it is a great opportunity. I know uh, Gone Fish and Marine will be, uh, uh, you know, there in a big way like they always are with thirty plus boats in their booth. Well, I know they'll have a big display of everything in the world, especially all the lines that you carry yeah. out there. And I'm sure they'll have Lund that I'm that I'm driving or piloting nowadays too. It's a great opportunity for you to get out there and see everything going on. Hey, we got John Kirk on there too. We you know, do. I haven't even talked to him. Marine like. Electronics, and and you know what an <laughs> opportunity to figure all that stuff out. There's so much. You got the new professionals stuff. from Lawrence are going to be there. Mm -hmm. They probably got another 20 foot booth. They're going to be set up, and they'll be showing you how everything works. The most important thing is to make sure you get a seat in the uh, theaters, both over at Kent's where the bass tank or the bass demonstrations will all be taking place and over at California Sportsman when we have these forward-facing sonar guys. Yep. This will change the way you fish forever, people. No question about it. And as it becomes more and more popular, it's going to get big. It's well, as we had the big. youth in my show today with, with 10-year-old Lucas uh, Dykin there, but, you know, the cool part is is bring the youth because, you know, bring them under, under, tank. under 16, Sep, is free to get into the show, plus the big youth outdoor fair on the weekends. John, what else can we tell them about great things coming on? You got you got Fisherman's Warehouse there. You got Turner's there. You got Fly Fishing Specialties. You got a lot of retail going on, not to mention hundreds of other booths out there. Yeah, and factories, and then we didn't mention the, uh, the kayak theater. We didn't mention the fly tying, uh, where they're going to see Northern California's best fly tires. We didn't mention the Adventure Theater, where we've got a bunch of new seminars and topics. Uh, so, again, we're trying to cover everything that you can do outdoors. Um, and down the line, we'll talk about the Youth Fair, which has some amazing partners and uh, just uh, an immense uh, range of things the kids can do, all for free, all the gear, uh, all the experts, uh, you know, and 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 I'm still hoping to get one more surprise in, uh, and I may know about it in the next week or so. So hopefully we'll catch up on that too. 
That's a surprise that I don't even know about. Those are the special surprises. That's right. <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to tell you. Yeah, he probably doesn't. I'm sh- if Kirk's working a deal, it's going to be impressive. You yeah, no, it'll it. it'll it'll be a lot of fun. But it, that's a it's a great opportunity, and the show is uh, is there. And I know we'll be giving some tickets away in the upcoming weeks as well, Sep. As we get closer to the show, we'll be giving some tickets away on our show and my show. And it's, uh, and it's we just, just got a stack. By the it's way, it's just an exciting time to uh, to start thinking about. Uh, once the holidays are over, you're going to start jumping out of my television every 15 minutes. Uh, I'm already to to I'm probably already jumping out of some. I hear uh-huh. it every now and then on the radio. Hey, John, with everything going on out here, there's so much for us to talk about at the ISE. That's why you're going to be joining us every week on the show leading up to it because we want to know who the seminar speakers in the Adventure Theater, what the topics are, everything. Next time on the show, we'll get into some details and show the quality the exhibitors the quality of the seminar speakers and the information you can glean from this show, folks, is going to make you a better sportsman, period. John, thanks for, well, number one, for having the International Sportsman's Expo coming to Cal Expo for us. We need it. It's about time. And thanks for hooking up with us today on California Sportsman. It's always appreciated. Well, and always great fun and just love you guys help make it fun and uh, make it better. And, and you're incredible partners, and we really appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. Hey, it's a big, fun thing to do, and we're going to keep on doing it till we drop dead, my friend. You take care, and thanks for hooking up with us. It's always appreciated. Hey, guys. John Kirk with the International Sportsman's Expo. He's got he's to be neck deep in taking care of business right now. Well, Kent, who's our lucky gun owners of California winner this it's week? It's not that you. me. It is not you or anybody in this room, Sep, so that's uh, – that's something that we want to know. It's time to think about Christmas, and Gun Owners of California has some great ideas for you. You know, you can uh, get the GOC label cigars, premium wines, online firearm training programs, and some of the nation's top instructions. Plus, uh, you can also sign uh, your favorite person up for uh, Gun Owners of California and make them a member. So it uh, should be fun, as well as being able to buy these tickets. I'm sure for next year, uh, SEP, make great stocking stuffers. Winner 47 of the 2023 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle ticket. Number 905, Hank Castro of Fountain Valley, California. Hank, you've got a TriStar Viper semi-auto shotgun in 12-gauge. Uh, the staff of Gun Owners of California will be giving you a call. They're going to send you down to Shooter's Pro Shop or Guns Fishing and other stuff in Vacaville to do all the proper paperwork on that gun. 2023 is their 48th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. 
Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing University's Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Steph, and happy Thanksgiving. Well, Related, but still. Well, Merry Christmas then, a little early. Well, yeah, that's we, coming too. We got the bases covered. And speaking of coming too, you're disappearing for a couple of Saturdays. The 2nd through the 8th or 9th or 10th, you're going to be gone. Where are you headed on the Shogun? Yeah, second through the 10th and going to be on an eight-day trip on board the shogun there's actually still a couple spots left fishing has been crazy insane um so if you can scramble and get yourself ready in a in a few days it's leaving that saturday one week from today eight-day trip on the shogun out of fisherman's landing in san diego you can log on to their website see more details and um Get yourself on there because uh, every year this trip is great. Uh, I mean, I understand that once you're into December, people have family stuff, et cetera, but maybe you want to get away from your family. I mean, nothing like the holidays to get your fill of food and family all at once. Exactly. And you'll still be back in plenty of time to uh, to go to almost all the parties and, and visit all the relatives, et cetera. Um, but the fishing, uh, both locally in San Diego and uh, on the, the longer trips that, that hit a little bit further south has just been crazy. Now, what always happens at this time of year is a day or two before Thanksgiving, all the boats come in, they dock up, they let the crews go home, uh, you know, and, and have Thanksgiving with their families. And there's already been, for the last couple of weeks, a smaller and smaller number of boats going out, uh, so when you don't have that many boats going out, you can kind of lose track of where the fish are. Uh, they move very, very fast. I mean, when they're hooked, they can they can swim 50 miles an hour. But even when they're just cruising, they can they can go uh, you know 100 miles a day if they want to. So you can you can lose track of where they are, and it takes a day or two to sort of reacquire them. Uh, a number of boats are leaving today. 
and uh, have you know obviously haven't heard yet if they they're going to go back and start their search where the fish were a couple of days ago. And it, you know a lot of times during the week last week weekdays there were no boats out at all. Um, you know the the weekends are still going. You know the few boats that were out like the New Lowland were catching were making catches that were absolutely historic. You know, limit catches a bluefin to 150 pounds, some even 200 pounds. Every person on the boat getting at least one over 100 pounds. Just, just crazy stuff. And the boats further down south, out of Leos Rocks, the Ridge, uh, places like that, are getting, uh, you know, limit type catches of yellowtail, uh, yellowfin tuna, and wahoo. So, you know, again, there's no reason not to go. Plus, once we're, we're kind of past the middle of November, which, of course, we are, uh, pretty much hurricane season is completely done. Obviously, weather can still come up. You don't need a formal hurricane. But uh, it's usually really good weather when you're, when you're in the more southerly areas. Just uh, crazy type stuff Hey, Steve, December. Steve, I was watching a video just yesterday, and it was uh, obviously a private boater. He had his rod in a rod holder, and he had a pretty heavy rod, and it was on a downrigger, and it was bent all the way down to the water's edge. A tuna did hit it, did strike it. I have never seen that thick of a fiberglass rod explode in a rod holder before. It bent so far down, it bent at your fingertips if you were holding on both hands at the reel. Well, uh, you know, any rod can break. Uh, It's certainly possible. And bluefin tuna in particular. Long, hard run. No matter what you thought you caught before. If it was a big shark or a big sturgeon or anything like that, doesn't matter. They're not even close. The guy turned. Uh, The guy's watching the line just rip out and the rod just double bend back almost under the boat. And he stood and he looked back at the camera. His eyes were wide open, and all of a sudden that rod disappeared. So did the reel, by the way. Well, yeah. That well, that's a bummer. And so did the rod Uh, hand. The rod. Why he had it in a fit like a trout rod holder, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it, it, you, you can't do the normal stuff. No, this is to... this is when you have the right gear, and I have your entire pin yeah. list next to me, making sure you've got exactly what you need, matching your tackle to the task, and it isn't the same tackle you use for albacore that you use for bluefin. Uh, I have noticed that a lot of people have been watching the, uh, the the very cool show, but not exactly applicable to our area. They've been watching Wicked Tuna. Oh, yeah. Which is a great show, and I, I've actually done some, some charity events out here. Those guys have come out west for charity events. They're really cool guys. But it, they will readily tell you it's, a, it's not even the same species. Um, plus, they're fishing, you know, they're commercial fishing for money, which, of course, in California, if you did that on a sport fishing boat, Be would it. land you in fish jail. Yes. But the, the, I've seen some, some Northern California people, um, and, you know, if you're, if you're elderly and or have some disabilities or you've got kids on the boat, that's a different thing. But they literally, when they're fighting the fish, they leave the rod in the rod holder, and then they do, for want of a better word, they do what I call the wicked tuna, 
where they reach up in front, up to the first guide, grab the rod with their hands, and pull the line with their hands like a hand line, and then crank the and then crank the slack. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not really sport fishing. So, and that's a, that's a great way to break your rod, by the way. It certainly is. Well, Steve, I know you're going to have a great time out on the Shogun. We look forward to your uh, reports when you return, and uh, you know we'll find Mr. Pringle and have him substitute for you while you're out there having a great time. But I really look forward to the return of your trip and to hear what you've got to say about it because I know the action is going to be good down there. We're still experiencing some pretty good action up here, too. Yeah, yeah. In both places, the weather window is what you're looking for. Um, again, we're, we're a little bit more fortunate in San Diego on the weather window. You, you still have to check. You still have to be cautious. Don't be crazy. Don't go out there and, you know, put your life in jeopardy for a fish. But, um, yeah, I mean, again, the bluefin, we talked earlier a, a week or two ago, the the month of the year with the, where the most bluefin tuna are in the water in Northern California is November. There you have it. You so think it's, it's a, just can, it, can you go is the main is the main question. It's not an accident. He's going right now. And if you want to go with him, there's a couple of spots left. Get a hold of the showgun and make sure they're yours. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us today. Have a great trip and we look forward to talking to you when you return. Thanks, Seth. All right. You have a good one. Take care, my friend. Well, you know, there's a new Fisherman's Warehouse store. And where the heck is it? Everybody's kind of wondering. I'm not sure where it is. Well, I do. It's in Rockland, California. They're going through a soft opening there right now. And joining us to tell you all about it and what's going on is Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Stories. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, Seth. How are you? Uh, I'm missing you in the studio. You should be in here with the rest of the crew this morning. Yeah, it's my dad's birthday today, so I got things to do. <laughs> I understand. You got to take care of business. So tell us about Rockland, all about it. A lot of people don't even know that it's open yet. It's a soft opening going on. Grand opening's coming up soon. Yeah, you know, we uh, we put the sign up a week ago Friday and uh, and then let everything simmer for the weekend. And Monday got kind of fast and furious for us up there. You know, a lot of our, the old Fisherman's Warehouse customers that had kind of heard that we were reopening. Some of them just happen to see it. This location is real easy to find. It's right off the 80 freeway on Rockland Road, you know, less than a half a mile off the road. You know, and it's a great little store. It's not, you know, as big as the Sacramento store or the other two stores, but it has a little bit of everything. And uh, we had Black Friday. I, you know, I wasn't at that store, but I heard the uh, turnout was really good. You know, actually, turnout was really good at all the stores, and those sales all go through Monday. So if you missed out, get in there real quick you won't get the no sales tax but everything else is still good well there's good opportunities right now at all of the stores for great christmas gift ideas gift certificates all of those things but getting over to that new store and seeing what you've got to offer when we were talking earlier in the week what you guys have done is really highlighted this, the great stuff that they should have with them you didn't go down to the 30th different color of the same lure did you yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you're trying to put 10,000 square feet of product into about a 4,000 square foot building, what we did is we just, we went by sales history. We have the best of the best is in there. So, I mean, if you're going, whether you're going to the ocean or you're going to Folsom Lake, you're going to find exactly what you need in there to, to make your trip work, work out for you. And the new manager down there is uh, Aaron, what is it, Toymayama? Aaron Tomiyama, yeah, he's if you if you've been in that area and you and you've done some fishing and you've shopped in some of the other stores, you'll recognize him. Actually, you'll probably recognize most of the crew if you're a fisherman there. 
Well, that's the way it works. Well, stop by your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store, whether it's out in Manteca, right here in Fairfield, in Sacramento, or now in Rockland. We'll be changing the ads and everything at the beginning of the year. What is the grand opening date? Do you know yet? Uh, we, you know, we're actually headed, I think it's going to be the 15th and 16th of December. We're just uh, fine-tuning some things with some of our vendors. So we will announce that as soon as it's for sure. But right now, that's kind of a, a tentative. And I promise you, if we don't actually have a grand opening on that weekend, I'll make sure there's some deals for you right before Christmas. Oh, it'll be a big deal. You can bet on it. And once again, folks, I don't want you to forget about the opportunity for gift certificates for these guys, the anglers or the hunters in your family. Get them something that's appropriate to what they are involved in and interested in. Let Get them a gift certificate and let them go out and select exactly what they need. Troy, thanks for hooking up with us. Wish your father happy birthday, and it's a great thing that you're going down to visit him today. Have a great one, and enjoy the holidays, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, and you too. Troy Maggie with Fisherman's Warehouse Stores. Be sure to stop in the new Rockland store. Check it all out right there off Rockland Road off Highway 80. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's the boss when I need her? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, it's fall going into winter, and we've had some moisture, and more will be coming soon. Changing water levels in our lakes, reservoirs, and rivers. Levels will rise, and that's a good thing. However, additional water creates hazards and dangerous conditions. Think about this as you launch your boat on a ramp that's shorter than the last time you used it. Take a good look and be careful. Keep a close eye on your locator and a sharp eye on what's ahead. Watch out for mounds and floating logs and debris. Landmarks and familiar spots will appear totally different in changing water conditions. Make a point of always wearing your life jacket when on or near the water and make sure everyone in your boat wears one too. Hey, get a clue. Take care of yourself, stay safe. And how about booking a trip on a party boat or with a knowledgeable guide and save yourself a whole lot of trouble? Hey, till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? 
all registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the mussel fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. If your passion is bass fishing, only one radio show has the action, information, and excitement of your favorite outdoor sport. Ultimate Bass, hosted by tournament bass pro and California Outdoor Hall of Famer Kent Brown, takes you live to where the fish are biting every Saturday morning. Only Ultimate Bass feeds your passion with the latest news, products, tips, and advice from the pros. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown, Saturday mornings at 5 a.m. on Sacktown Sports 1140, part of SEP's Saturday Morning Outdoors. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Well, it's not over the counter. It's over the table. He's live in the studio with us this morning. Good morning, Travis. Morning, Chef. How's it going? Pretty good. Hey, you were gone for a couple of weeks. We were playing the same thing because it was appropriate each week about duck hunting and everything but you were tied up on a elk and deer hunt out there with the old man yeah i was i was in colorado for a week and a half there hunting had a great time must have been hell (laughs) actually that's the only time we get along (laughs) (laughs) well i wasn't referring to your dad but you're probably right there that's that's very true well travis where were you where were you what was the ranch Uh, we were outside of dolores colorado which is in the southwest corner uh about an hour out of durango Uh, the old man owns a ranch here about of course a thousand acres or so plus we leased another 1500 acres and we were elk and deer hunting me so, so kent when they want to go hunting they buy a ranch you and i go <laughs> right. buy a guide right <laughs> just buy the ranch guide comes with it yeah apparently so <laughs> uh, it was me uh bill and lucia and um a couple friends of ours all went up there hunting we got uh three deer and one elk out of it. I shot one, tracked him for over a mile, and lost the blood sign. Oh. I don't know what happened to him, but he, I had good blood up for a mile, and then it just disappeared. Well, maybe the bear dragged him off someplace. Could have been, but it was a fun trip. Uh, a little warm. Uh, day, daily temperatures in the high 60s. Oh, well, uh, I always think, you've got, when I think of elk, I'm thinking of snow. 
Well, we're always hoping for snow. Of course, what's it do to a day after Thanksgiving there in Colorado, where Bill still is, eight inches of snow. Bill's his dad, by the way. His, da- his dad's not running the store. He's Travis is running the store. Bill's still back there. He'll come back with an elk. You can pretty well bet on that. No, he's not, because all the meat's spoiled on that elk because it's set so long. Oh, we set it for a day. So damn warm. Because it's so warm. You know, we used to get pigs, and we'd, just, we'd go down and buy ice bags and just stuff them into the yep. innards just to keep them cooled down, especially on those hot days. Well, what's going on with duck hunting? You're usually out shooting ducks by now, and uh, you're not doing anything. Well, just getting back, you know, I talked to a couple friends of mine who have been up hunting in the rice and stuff. We thought for sure yesterday had been a good day with those north winds blowing, but not much out there. You know, the ducks really haven't come down yet from the north country. Well, it's it going to help, though. It's cold this, up this there. This cold snap's going to help. I'm hoping it does, yeah. you know. But the but, cold snap with the good weather? I mean, we had the wind. The yeah, wind's got to be dragging them down freezing, here, too. Though. They, they, have to, they have to start eating, and they're going to move. Yeah. Well, I hope they do pretty quick because the only guy is Randy Pringle that's talking about great hunting, and he's, you know, down in Los Banos. He's in a live blind right now. I asked him to give us a call around 745 or so. If he's got some good action going on, and he usually does. He's got one of the top blinds out there, the number one pick for today. But talking to him down in the middle of the valley where he's got everything and resident birds hang out year-round down there, it's a interesting hunt for him while the rest of us are all just waiting. Well, yeah. a lot of the valley clubs are just getting in right about now. They're, they're starting to flood, and we'll have more decomp water and It'll move those birds around. Oh, there's a lot of water in the in the <clears throat> yeah, a lot of water causeway. in the system. Yeah, the causeways I was coming into. But the... they're gonna, you know, they're gonna start moving. Uh, it is getting colder up north, and some of the geese and stuff. Everybody's having a great goose season, from what I've heard. And I'm kind of mad I ain't out there doing it. Well, what's the availability of ammo and everything in steel? Uh, and steel, whatever. I got. I just got three pallets in yesterday. Oh no, not yesterday. Two Wednesday. Can't remember what day it is. But we got three pallets of uh, Ken in the, the other day. I got twos and fours and BBs. And it's very selective what I'm getting. I ain't getting very many threes like we all like to shoot. But it is coming in. So. Well, I imagine we'll have a great late goose hunt again. There's just so darn many of them around right now. And I'm, they're all over my neighborhood right yeah, now. Yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, I'm not talking about track tomes, but out in the country. Yeah. They're everywhere. There's water. There's a pond. There's an open field. They are living there. That is a fun hunt, too. You know, if you can get a couple of the guide on that hunt. Well, come on over. I'm about two miles from your place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot one that was on a golf course earlier today. <laughs> That's yeah, California goose hunting. They've all been on a golf course. Yeah, well, they, they all carry their, their PBA or PGA yeah. card. Yeah, they all they have they their do. PGA cards, so you can't mess with them. That they do. <laughs> well, Travis, you got to go fishing one of these days. You know, it can't all be about hunting, especially with all the toys you've got and guns fishing and other stuff. It's uh, it's bad for me just to walk into the store. Well, uh, I'll take that scope, too. Yeah, well, I'm t- you're right. I need to go fish again. You guys were talking about fishing the uh, – sack earlier and i've i've done that trip and it's just a fantastic trip. i did it years ago with kevin brock nonstop. bob wiggum introduced me to it god 40 years ago probably yeah. up there and i still rem- i still got bob's phone number on the tip of my tongue i could use it right now <laughs> chris you might want to catch that yeah. over yonder <laughs> i'll tell you what folks it's a it's a time of year that you need to get out there and get into the outdoors but there's no point in wasting your time that's why kent's not got his duck call on right now that's why travis hasn't got his gun in the back seat of the car they're waiting for it to get the way it's it a good should time be. to go to quail points yes it is get sharp honing in and we've already <laughs> talked to david martin you want to do some chucker hunting i'm sure we can con mr fong into coming out there with us too because we don't have to walk any hills 
Yeah, we don't do hills when we go quail hunting, chucker hunting. Uh, I might have to pass on that one. No, we <laughs> we usually have kids for going up the hills. That's there right. We rent kids them or, or buy. Dogs. We rent them or buy them, whichever is easier. <laughs> well, Travis, if they want to stop by, they can check out everything from getting a, familiar with guns operations. You've got some gun classes that you teach out there. You got ladies only classes if they're intimidated by coming around with men because men know everything, or at least we think we do. Yeah, we've had uh, I've had several classes so far. All have been great. The women that are showing up are fantastic. They're actually talking and asking questions on how to use guns, how, how to buy a gun. Because they don't have their husband telling them what to do. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and, but they, we've had a bunch of classes. i got more scheduled coming up here in uh, the end of this month and then in December, and I've already scheduled out all the way through February. And where can they find more information on those? They can go to our website at gunsfishing.com. And I'll take you to the link where you can register. There you have it, folks. Nice and simple. Get your guns ready to go shotgunning for your ducks and your geese this year. And get out there and enjoy it. But wait for the time to be right so it's a productive trip, not just a ride. That's right. And don't forget, Black Friday specials are still going on today. Today will be the last day at the store for Black Friday specials. And I bet you guys have gift certificates for all of Christmas. Everybody that doesn't know exactly what to get them but wants to get them something in the outdoors. That's right. We do. All right, Travis Morgan with Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Thanks for coming live to the studio today and sitting in with us. We appreciate it, my friend. Thank you for having me. Hey, let's find out what's going on. Let's go to... Let's you play that close. Oh, play the close then if we got to do that. Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. More California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, I had this great plan, and I'm going to change it. Nate, stay on hold. I'll be right to you. I'm going live to Randy Pringle, live in the blind this morning down near Los Banos. Let's find out how his duck hunt is going real quick. Hey, Randy, what's cooking? You know, I sent you a picture of a bunch of ducks. We got spray, widgeon, we got some teal, and we got one uh, canvas back came through, and it decided to stay with us for dinner. Oh, nice of them to drop in like that. What are you seeing out there this morning? I know you've seen a few come by, but are you pounding them, or Peter. is it? Uh... Yeah, I'm watching a bird. Oh, Peter, seen... you... Peter, there's one right there. Just came over on the right side. Peter's gonna. Uh, we have a down bird, and uh, the dog went over to look for it. Now Peter's gonna take the dog and see if he can find that bird. But right now we don't have a lot of birds. Right now we're getting a suntan. You know, we're putting uh, lotion on and. It's time to put the uh, uh, the guns down and grab that striper rod in our hand. Go out and do some striper fishing because well, right now, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, I'm looking around. There's a few birds, but the, it was shooting really good this morning. Now the sun has come up, and it's crisp and cold and no wind. Flat calm. Not great, but the shooting was good this morning. Well, we were just bragging about you, the great location you had, the pick of the blind and everything, and it's just not a lot of birds moving. Did you hear what we were talking about prior? Waiting for yeah, the right you know, opportunity, waiting for the weather? Waiting for, we're waiting for them storms to come through in the north to bring them down. Now, uh, we had that one. It didn't pan out the way it should have, but and it just didn't do what we all thought it was supposed to do. Everybody was talking about you know sandbags and everything else, but there it wasn't that much wind, wasn't that much rain. We're just waiting for the weather. I mean, this is still November. 
and you were to, I just listened to you and the gun fishing and other stuff, uh, stuff, which is great information. Don't go hunting because you want to go because unless you've got a great spot, it's going to be dismal. And, uh, you know, some of the hunters on our club, they, they've been crying the blues. Oh, he got the bird. <laughs> nice job. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor out there live in the blind, having a good time. You'll hook up. It's nice to have a trained retrieving blind partner. Yes, it is. I've yeah. gained, a lot of guys I've use dogs. Seven, eight pounds because of that dog. <laughs> yep, pretty good deal. Randy, get your head back down and have a great finish to your day out there this morning. And we appreciate you checking in with us. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Belated. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, oh, it is a female sprig. There nice. you. Now we've got our both sprigs. Now we're, we're done with sprigs. All right. Good luck identifying the next few that come through, my friend. He's going to have some fun out there, no doubt about Separate it. Been. That's a brown duck. That's a brown <laughs> duck. I think it's brown. It's got a beak on it, Kent. What yeah, kind is it? Let's go duck. live to Lake Tahoe, and let's find out what Nate Kels with Big Nate's Guide Services is up to this morning. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, fellas. Are you at Tahoe still? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually loading the car up right now, and it's about 17 degrees. I'm freezing my butt off. Good. You out there in a T-shirt? We'll make this a longer segment if you want to. Hey, I was there last night. It was 23, so it got colder. Oh, yeah. It's it's brutal. Well, it's brutal. Nate, you've been uh, cruising up to Berryessa checking things out. I know you and I were passing some texts back and forth yesterday. That big north wind had to get it going or finish it up. One or the other. What do you think? Well, yeah tomorrow oh i'm gonna go out there on a scouting trip i got trips out there all next week so uh, i'll go out there and check it out and i'll let you know uh as soon as i get off the water well it looks so like I'm, you I'm, caught I'm, a, I'm, you caught a little bit of everything earlier i mean right and down to crappie bass everything else it looks like everything's starting to move up a little bit 30 feet um i decided to slow down because the water temperatures you know right around about 62 63 um we slowed down we ran some rapalas and uh, we, we got a little bit of everything. Um, nothing real consistent, though. So, you know, not not good enough for me to really qualify running a trip on. So I'm hoping that changes on Sunday. Well, I got a sneaking suspicion it probably will. These opportunities uh, just don't happen very often. And I got Alan Fong sitting here. He and I are both waiting to see what happens up at Puda Creek Bridge here. And we're wondering if it is going to happen because it's getting kind of late. But as Alan always says, it's not the calendar. It's the fish that decide. Yeah. It know, is. I, I think and this weather should do something, I'm hoping. Oh, it will. And it I'm, I'm going I'm to make, make that run up north uh, tomorrow morning. Probably right away I'm going to take that run up north and uh, just kind of work my way back after that. But I'm, I'm hoping that those salmon are up there in the in the river and – you know, or they're in the creek, and uh, maybe we can get a little gets it by going or something else. So, well, you know, um, you know what you know crop. what size they are out there. We're catching some beauties out there, and they should still be uh, in there and ready to go. They, it's going to be five to eight pounders, I would imagine, would be available, if not even some bigger fish might be down there too. I'm bit. I'm 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 hoping that uh, that that's the case. Well, Nate, give them all the hookup information they need because they need to get up to Berryessa just like me, you, and everybody else. As this lake turns over, it's going to turn on big time. They sure will. Um, everyone, you can check me out at Big Nate's Guide Service for all my latest reports, photos, all the good stuff. Um, shoot me a call at 916-860-9180. I will be fishing Berryessa, um, Collins, Amador, Comanche, uh, you know, pretty much anywhere where the bite's going on, I'll be I'll be making the trip. So, 
Let's get out there, make some memories, and catch some fish. All right. Well, drive careful coming back down the hill, and uh, let me know what's going on after you get off the water tomorrow. I sure will. Tomorrow. Nate Kelsch with Big Nate's Guide Service. You want to book a trip with him and give him a shout at 916-860-9180. That's 916-860-9180 to get on board with him. Whatever lake you want to hit, he'll make sure you get into the action. Nate, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Take care, guy. Take care. Bye-bye. He's going to have some fun up there. He was up with Blanton for Thanksgiving yeah. and the guys up there. And uh, you were running around last night at uh, Heavenly. At Heavenly, yeah. My daughter did the Christmas tree lighting up there. <clears throat> so did a show, and did there was thousands the switch, of people. Or did she just No, they had a fireman there. do that set. But, uh, oh, dangerous. Yeah, then. yeah, no, it was dangerous. But, yeah, there were thousands of people at Heavenly. It was crazy. It was cold, and everybody 20, was. 27 degrees. Yeah, 27 degrees, and that everybody was out there just, just to, you know, see Santa. It was 39 at my Light house, and I was getting scared about being too cold. Yeah. I heard one little kid yell, it's Sep. It was Santa. <laughs> a weird deal. Thanks, Brown. Yeah. Thanks, thanks no Brown. We, we always appreciate it. It was a that. weird deal. Yeah, well, so am I. That's a whole other story. I'm sitting here scanning, looking through this pile of stuff right here, and I'd just rather talk about fishing. So why don't we do that? Yeah. Let's bring up Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, to join us. Dave, you're joined here in the room with Mr. Fong. Travis Morgan from Guns Fish and Other Stuff in Kent and I. What do you got for us? And let's talk about hey, fishing in Northern California. You got all star crew in there today, but thank you. Uh, listen, uh, we got a lot of really good things happening, particularly if you want to take a kid fishing as far as urban uh, opportunities. You know, they planted Shadow Cliffs in Pleasanton this last week. That's a really good little place. It has a nice little dock you can fish off of there. Lake Chabot's been planted. Lake Temescal in Oakland has been planted. We're talking trout plants all over the place now. You know, uh, Amador, they put 300 pounds of trophies in there. They put 1,000 pounds of uh, trout this week. That's a great place to fish from the bank if you want to take somebody out there for the first time. When that bite is on, it's on. When it's off, it is not. It's off. But there is some big fish in there. Comanche, they've now put 3,000 pounds a week in there, 1,000 pounds in the pond every every week so we're up to twelve thousand pounds over the last month and things are perking up there those fish are going to be right on the surface i saw some videos of fish being dumped into a lake and i don't i don't know which lake it was but people were standing around it going oh there's a five there's a six and they started screaming there's a 20 (laughs) they're not dropping small fish in some of these ponds they're putting some big boys in there to make people talk about their place I know even at Oak Grove last week where they had the trout bound, they put in fish to 10 pounds, which is great because you got to keep those, uh, those those half-pounders go down a cormorant's throat really, really quickly. And I'm sure bass like them too. I mean, those 12-inchers, I mean, that they put in there, those little half-pounders, so they don't last very long. So it's good to see that. Uh, so everything's getting planted, and uh, now's a good time to go. I mean, we got this really nice cold weather we got a couple of fishing in the city opportunities in your area, Sep, that I wanted to highlight. One's on the 2nd, which is next Saturday at Howe Community Park. You know, if you want to take your ch- child fish, they have a clinic there. They teach you a lot about it. And uh, then on the 16th at Natomas Regional Park. So those are really good opportunities to get. You know, we got to get this next generation out there. And that's if you're a single mom, you want to take your kid fishing. Those are perfect opportunities. The gear is there. They put on a clinic. They... Uh, will allow you to, you know, go out and do the best you can. I've, I've been to several of these. Marilyn and I used to travel around, take a bunch of freebies out there and talk with the kids and work with them. It's really a rewarding experience just watching the smiles on their faces or 
the mom and dad or just dad and the kid working together as they're real and efficient. There's no shortage of fish. I think they starve them to death before they plant them out there so that all the kids could certainly catch some fish. But it is an amazing thing seeing it all happen. And sometimes there's so many people fishing the ponds that they have to do it in shifts. That's what's cool. So many people wanting to come out and get involved in the outdoors like this. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. I mean, the, the, the more opportunities we have for that, I like to see the fishing industry give back to kids. You know, that's one of the things that CIFFI has been doing, you know, co- uh, Kokanee Power, uh, putting back and, and really supporting youth programs, you know. There's one coming up on the 9th of, of December. At uh, This is really an, uh, uh, a minute to explain it. The entry fee is a toy, an unwrapped toy for this aqueduct derby that's been held out Hillsdale Road. And all those toys are donated to uh, youth in the city of Los Banos. And, you know, that's one of the projects that uh, uh, CFFI is supporting. And uh, it's just wonderful stuff, you know. I wish we had more stuff like that going on. You know, I know you got the toy drive at uh, Bucks. All these things are great, you know. Get kids out there. Get people interested in this sport. Absolutely. That's our job. It is our job, isn't it? You know, and the support. And that's why I'm so excited about here about the ISD, because I think that youth fair is going to draw a lot of students. Uh, you know, we're going to be back this year, and it's going to be an amazing show again. And we'll get as many kids out there as we can in that youth fair. They are going They are going for it with the ISC this year. They are stacking it up. They're constantly checking in with me, calling, asking this, or asking questions about it. They are really making a concerted effort to bring it back hard and fast. And I think they're going to accomplish just that with what they're doing, how they're expanding things. That's great. And, Alan, and you've been talking about it for weeks. You said the stripers are coming. And, you, as always, you are right. Yeah, you it's loaded it. down. You nailed it, man. I tell you, those pictures were beautiful. You got some, what, 50 fish down there? Uh, in two days, we caught well over 100. Oh, my goodness. I know. I've been, you've been telling us. You've been telling us. You've been watching this migration. That's the cool thing about it. You watch this migration coming up, and you you, you, you nailed it. You said they're coming. They're here. Yep. And it's prime time right now. Yeah, they'll prime be here time. You know, all winter long. They'll make the Delta their home. You know, as the weather starts raining and water's dirty up, then they head up more north. But right now, you want to be between Rio Vista and Martinez. Uh, no, and stripers are my favorite species. There's no question about it. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, they are the blast. And I see you got some crappie, and crappie's popping up everywhere. Clearly, yeah. it's starting to bust It's out. time for everything. So, out. you know, you need to get out there and go whatever you want to catch. I just saw some photos of Jim and Mon uh, Seichow. Uh, out fishing crappie again in the Delta, catching some monster crappie yeah. out there. Twice the size of your hands, not like <laughs> the size of your hands. And yeah, I did pretty good a couple of weeks ago. We had a phenomenal day. There's there's good opportunities out there, and it's one of the places that I want to go pretty darn soon too. They're giving me the they're giving me the <laughs> wrap it up, Sep. You're, you're going to burn this thing into the ground if you're not careful. Dave, I want to thank you for joining us. And folks, if you'd like to get a subscription to Western Outdoor News, Dave, where do they get that? Just go to wonews.com and jump on board. Thanks a lot, guys. You guys have a great week. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate you joining us. I'd like to thank everybody in the studio. Mr. Brown, of course, who's always here with me, unless he's sick. You're running out of time. And our good friend (laughs) Travis Morgan and Alan Fong joining us in the studio. And I'd like to thank all of you for listening, hanging out with us this morning. And I hope you'll get out on the water and have some fun like we're all going to be doing here, too. 
Have a great holiday weekend. Have a great Christmas. Get out there and have some fun. We'll see you at the ISE Show. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join Join us us next next week from from 5 to 8 a.m. for another SEPS Saturday Morning Outdoors. KHTK AM and HD1 Sacramento. KYMX HD2 Sacramento. From the Power Business Technology to Shiba Studios. We are Sports 1140.